From Sam's sister's spare bedroom in the OC, it's Sam and Andrea. I think this episode should Episode? <laughs> should be about how lonely I am. How many cats I'm going to have in the How future. many times you won't have to shave because there's no one coming over for sex. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I think we should talk about how many future cats who haven't even been born yet necessarily are going to have homes because I can't keep a relationship. <laughs> How many more bottles of wine will be sold because of my loneliness and, and relationship and failures? And drink. And recycled. Thank you. It'll be good for the economy. I am good for animal shelters <laughs> and the wine companies. Wine <laughs> companies. Grocery stores. Right. Cat food companies. Yeah. Now, I mean, don't get me wrong. Being single is great. Like, never having anyone to sleep with or watch movies with, right. or cook with, or no. watch movies with. Yeah. No. Shit. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, you get the whole <laughs> bed to yourself. You don't have to eat the same thing that someone else wants when you don't want Italian that night. <laughs> you don't have to watch the rom-com three times in a row because she loves it that much. What's rom-com? A romantic comedy. Oh, Okay. <laughs> You've never heard it called a rom-com? No. Mm. In my life, we just called it romantic comedy. Everything is shortened in 2016. I, I was scrolling through Facebook one night while I was laying in bed. and I don't know. It was like some kind of funny article or blog. And they're like, oh, you know you're single when there's like a remote control next, next to you on your bed. bed. And I'm like, oh. And I, I like, I'm like, hmm, I'm going to look. And the, the remote control was next to me. I'm like, yeah. And that's when you realized you were alone. And that's where I'm like, that's not a remote control. It's a dildo. It's a vibrator. And I shoved it up my ass. <laughs> my friend's got a butt plug. Really? And she tried it out and liked it enough to try it again. <laughs> but <laughs> it made her ass bleed. Because <laughs> she <laughs> apparently has really sensitive ass skin. And then he tried it. And he said it was fine, but that it takes too long to get it in. (laughs) Well, how big is this butt plug? Not that big. Like a super beginner one. Yeah. Man, I would tear those guys apart. Like, I just want to fucking show up, park my van next to their car when they walk into Walmart and they come out. I'll have someone help me. Like, mmm, mmm. And then I would like, take them away and bring them to this house at the end of some street in the middle of nowhere and bring them down the basement. I'm like, oh, please don't, please don't. I'm like, shut up. And they're like, ow. Oh. And then bend them over. I'm like, see this? This is going to go up your ass. And you know what it's going to be? Great big motherfucking mag light. Flashlight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, you're not even going to get, like, the cool loop, not the KY. I, like, take out this big fucking Costco-sized thing of butter. Oh! Dip it in there. Oh, God. <laughs> like, that's right, baby. You're about to turn into a fucking skewer. And if I don't cook you afterwards, you're going to be lucky. And I shove it up their ass and, like, fuck them all night. And then drop them off in the middle of nowhere, naked. And they go, thank God we're still alive. And they... 
crawl to this road in the middle of nowhere, and finally, after an hour, they'd see these headlights coming down the road. They'd be like, oh, man, this sucks, but we need this ride, even though we're, like, naked and we've been through all this. So some stranger would fucking pick him up and then bring him back into town to a police station. And the guy, whoever picked him up, would, like, have spare shirts or, like, blankets and shit. As they do. <laughs> Put it on him. And they get all checked out and shit. But the great part, the end of the story is <laughs> that dildo they use now, they're like, fuck, that ain't nothing. So that's what I want to bring to their lives. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just trying to help them put things in perspective. <laughs> you were out of control. None of this matters. No, it doesn't. You know why? I always say this. Why? Pretty much in 50 to 80 years, you and I and everyone listening to this will be dead. <laughs> For emphasis, I'll spell it. D-E-A-D. Dead. Yeah, so, I mean, it won't matter. So, in life, we just shouldn't take things too seriously because we're going to fucking die. Like, it's right around the corner. You know what I'm saying? It's right there. Mm-hmm. You could fall off a cliff tomorrow. That's why I want you to include my little story <laughs> at the beginning of this podcast because pretty soon, it's not going to matter. You want to check with our producers? Yeah. I'll have to check with our creative partners. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> They'll be like, Sam, you're fired. But, Andrea, you're okay because you didn't share that story. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was react to it. And then it'll take me away in a straitjacket. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I'm home. And then it'll put me on meds. and like, Four oh, walls yes. and pillows. I feel so much better. And then Three knots in a cot. And a straight jacket? I think I would like it. I think I'd stretch really out this jacked up muscle I have in my back. And I'd be like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know in the movies where they come around the meds and people are like, oh, fuck. And then they hide it underneath their tongue. And they're like, no, open your mouth. And they open it. And they're like, ah, and they don't see it. And then they're like, hey, hey, hey. And then they take it out from their mouth. <laughs> and they put it in their butt. And they, like, throw it out the window. I would fucking swallow it. And they'd be like, hmm? I'm like, fuck. Yeah. I feel so much <laughs> Where are you going tonight? <laughs> this is literally the most crazy I think I'm you've ever like, been. I'm just saying what's coming to my mind. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> All right, I'll stop. <laughs> no, I like it. Keep going. <laughs> Less work for me. <laughs> hey, we would just like to take this time before we delve into our topic that we appreciate all five of you for listening. You little, you little, you little. Hello, listeners. Welcome Hi. to another episode of the Sam and Andrea podcast. That's Sam and I'm Andrea. Hello, Sam and Andrea fans. I'm Sam and that's Andrea. And we're here to talk about your ass. And shame. <laughs> <laughs> we have fans? Yeah. Oh my god. I feel so, like, happy and sad at the same time because someone's listening to this. Hello, friends. Hello, fans. I'm Sam. That's Andrea. What's up? 
Uh, <laughs> and we're trying something new today where Sam intros the podcast. Didn't go very well. <laughs> I just like to take a back seat and wait till it feels right to come in. Sam, do you shave? <laughs> no, I mean like from the very beginning. <laughs> Maybe this is the very beginning. Sam, do you shave? <laughs> We're going to talk about hair yeah. and why we remove it. Right. <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to remove it. It's really? all up to you. Oh. But well, what if you're with someone that's like, I need you to shave down there? That's an interesting point because at what point do you know what that person actually really wants? Like, what if this person was really into you and hot for you and then finally they're with you and they're like this is so awesome but are they like oh oh you don't shave yeah or you do and i don't like it oh like when you get to that point like you have to do what you want to do for yourself but then you also want guess what you know i think it's fucking hilarious what well you watch survivor right a little bit back in the day when it wasn't like 25 seasons in in, like, 12 years. Anyway, like, they keep everything so real. Like, everyone has to go through all these competitions, and they're all, like, at the end, if they win, the whole team is splitting, like, one grain of rice. And they're like, oh, or if you guys win, <laughs> you can have this thing of peanut butter. And they're yeah! like, yeah! And, like, everyone's all haggard, and everyone's tired, and they're, they're, they're put through hell. But you know what? They can still shave. Yeah. Somewhere so... in all of this, I think there's two things. Toilet paper and razors. What about a toothbrush? All right, maybe there's a fucking toothbrush too. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's like an entire room of toiletries that Survivor never shows us. I when think so, man. There's really like I think it's like a nightclub. You know when you like hang out? Well, you know because I, I go to nightclubs all the time. And then <laughs> I can't say that I've been to one. You go to the bathroom <laughs> and people are handing you towels and there's yeah, meds yeah. and razors Those and all that stuff. I feel like they have. That. And it's funny how they're they're put through all these paces, and we watch them go through everything psychologically and so much physically, but 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 we never <laughs> see them grow hair because no. well if we saw... they do grow their beards okay and the hair gets all haggard and then bandanas and stuff but you see the women's armpits. Do like while they're doing stuff, while they're doing their challenges. Right. But there's no pit hair, and they've been on the island for what three weeks, four weeks. Yeah. That's bullshit. You know, I didn't shave my pits for that long one time. <laughs> How do you feel about it? Did it feel good? I liked it. It was natural. It didn't bother me at all. And at the same time that I did that, my roommate also tried to not shave her pits. And she hated it. Really? She said she just felt like she could feel it in her pits and next to her arm, like, constantly. And she could not last more than three days. Yeah. And I was fine with it. Yeah. And it was just, like, one less thing I had to do in the shower. Right. And it was so much less stressful, like, when I just decided to do it. Like, there is no reason, medically, health-wise, or anything that we should be shaving our armpits it is completely natural that hair grows there and studies show that if your hair is there your pheromones are more strong because they come out of there 
Really? Mm-hmm. Science, bitch! Wait, if pheromones are coming out, does that mean... What does that mean? What's the benefit of that? That means you're attracting a mate with your pheromones. Uh, oh. <laughs> wow, Jesus Christ. I'm gonna let mine grow for, like, ten years <laughs> At a certain point, it stops growing. Oh, so it's not like I'm gonna trip on it. Yeah, I mean, have you like, seen a guy's hair, like, a foot down from their armpit? No. <laughs> it just stays right here contained. I feel like all of our best conversations have been the ones that don't belong on here. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why this topic sounded so awesome yesterday on the phone and now we can't do it. What's wrong with us? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, I don't understand it. Is it me? Is it my fault? No. We're both struggling here. It's not just one of us. <laughs> <laughs> And we struggled through cell phone too. I don't understand. I just want to can post, we just talk to them? I just want to post an episode of us just struggling. Well, can we like can we do my intro that I wanted to do? Sure. Of the butt plug thing. Yeah. Can we just talk to the people? <laughs> We're both having a shitty week. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> We've tried to record an episode twice now in the last two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. And it's just not coming together. Right. And we don't know why. Right. And, you know, part of the creative process is struggling. (laughs) Part of the creative process is disappointment. Maybe this is our time (laughs) to be disappointed. I think it is our time. You know, not every painting is going to come out the way you want it to, Sam. Well, that's true. And not every comedy show is going to be that killer one that you had that one time. That's right. I've heard a lot of crickets in my life. Yeah. Maybe you just have to work it out. Most of our lives are crickets. Yeah. Well, it's always crickets for us because we never get feedback. (laughs) You know what I mean? We just have to hear from you afterwards that you enjoyed it or that you laughed out loud, which we greatly appreciate. But the inspiration is not there for us to work off of. Right. Something that would be easy for me to talk about Mm -hmm. would be to recall some of our happiest moments in life. (laughs) And I know for me, that is fucking easy. All right. And most people can think of things like that or relate to their own. Yeah, I mean, we all have those moments. I I mean, I I hope. Okay, well, I'll start with one of my happiest moments. All right, we're going to bring it up, guys. Yeah. So... One of my happiest moments, I would say, if I was going to write a book about my life, which we all want to write a book about our <laughs> life. And 90% of us shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying it. That's why I never started. <laughs> People are like, oh, that's another fucking story that no one cares about. <laughs> you downloaded this episode for a reason. If I do write a book, my goal is to get 10 people to read it <laughs> for the course of one year. I think no, that's no. pretty doable. <laughs> I mean, I have a book in mind, too, but it's a novel and not really a memoir. Yeah. Well, memoir, memoir, memoir. Memoir, memoir, memoir. Like, maybe with the stories in my life, it'd be better if I kind of make it like it's fiction, but it's like, no, there's parts of it I want to claim as my own. Right. You want to be like, that shit happened to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so then I'm like, oh, making it fiction would be kind of sad. Right. Sad. Sad. But my happiest moments the happiest moment like the top one or like one of the top five 
I think it's the happiest one I've ever had. <gasps> I was with this guy, and he was like, what's new, right? right. I was with some other guy from uh-huh. my past, and he was like the love of my life. And I had a stable job that I didn't hate yet, and every weekend, every other weekend, I would go to see him in Huntington Beach. Mm. And I looked good. <laughs> I was in shape. Like, we would run together and mm. we would party together like the best of all worlds. And uh, I went to his place and he had this community pool area and he had this really nice jacuzzi out there. He, well, the community had it. Because <laughs> he was still working on becoming a doctor. Mm-hmm. And we got in this jacuzzi. Now, I'm not going to say we didn't have a few drinks, okay? <laughs> you would never say that. <laughs> that can always help elevate an experience, but, true, you know, true. Um, it was really cool because we got in there. We had worked out. Like, we would go run six miles and then hang out at his place. All the endorphins are rolling through yeah, your bodies. We do certain other things at his place. And, <laughs> and we're like, hey, man, I think it's time to have a few drinks and relax and spa. Yeah, and we got in this jacuzzi. It was pretty big, and the current was so strong. Yeah, I was sitting there, and then I just got on my back, and it started, like, spinning me around <laughs> yeah. on my back, and I was just, like, laughing. Whee! Yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. And then he was cool like this. This is one thing I just loved about him. Like, he had such a great sense of humor. And then he got on his back, and he was, like, spinning around on his back, and I'm just laughing because... He it did it so too, and, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was just we're like these adults and yeah. doing this in the jacuzzi, and you know, I just took this moment and I just thought, God, life is amazing right now. Like I have a good job. I'm with this person that I'm like head over heels for. I'm in Southern California. The weather was beautiful. Yeah. You know, I had lots of friends I cared about. Everyone in my family was healthy and doing well. And I honestly just soaked in that moment. And it, to this day, would probably be what I consider the happiest moment of my life. And it was because it was so simple and so fun. And nothing was wrong. And everybody was doing well. Mm-hmm. At least to my knowledge. I mean, <laughs> I, I was doing pretty good. <laughs> but I just loved it. I just thought, God, this is it. This is the moment. This is what you're you're waiting for in life. Like where everything just feels right and everything connects together. Like it was the best, man. I'm like, I am fucking set. Well, that sounds fantastic. I've never been there before. <laughs> well, you have time. You're not even, you're not really even close. To, I, I guess <sighs> I would have been like 27 or 29. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's around the corner, Sam. Yeah, I could. it's around the corner. <laughs> Where does it find the corner? Well, the sooner you get there, the sooner it all gets really fucked up. <laughs> it already so, is. No, but that there's no place to go but up after that. You know what I mean? There's you know? always rock bottom around the corner. Well, no, I will. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, yeah. Don't fucking lie to the people, Sam. Well, it's. I will say that life is this roller coaster ride I mean oh I guess God. that's what surprises me even still like I'm used to it kind of now that's why I'm like all tired <laughs> you're so hardened to the roller coaster of life yeah like it can be so crappy for so long and then it can be just so awesome and amazing for a while and then it oh you're like what and then you lose it all again and it feels so shitty again and then oh god somehow you work out of that and then it's pretty be okay for a while and then awesome and then shitty like it just keeps going you see the pattern right i do i do 
Yeah, I, I mean, know that's the so. thing. Like, and I guess everything is temporary in that way. Yeah. Happiness is temporary. If anyone's feeling bad, that's temporary. Mm -hmm. Like, everything just keeps changing. Like, life is so weird in that way. But again, we live in Orange County, so I think there can there's more chance of highs than <laughs> maybe some other people have, yeah. which is something to be grateful for. Yeah. Everything yeah. is relative. Yeah, that's true. What do they call the guy who finishes last in his medical school class? What? Doctor. <laughs> What's your happiest day to date? Even if it's not that happy, just something that's kind of like, this is a good day. <laughs> I'm just picking the one that I want to talk about because there's so many to choose from. One day, I played a game of basketball. I think it was like third or fourth grade, so I was like eight or nine. And I had gotten so pumped up for this game because I was playing against a team who had a girl who was way bigger than me and she was like dominating the entire league. So she was like almost five foot and I was like a shrimp. And I was the strongest player on my team, so my coach picked me to I think. We were like nine. She was <laughs> tall. I know, it just made me laugh. <laughs> my coach picked me to defend this girl and shut her down because I was the best player on the team. And so I practiced boxing out on him, and I practiced boxing out on my mom, who was 5'1". Yeah. And it was my job to shut her down, and I it was all on me, showing this game. Hmm. And I'm playing the game, and I'm not letting her get the ball at all, and she's getting so frustrated that she can't score at all. And meanwhile, while I'm defending her amazingly in, in my defense, I'm also scoring on the offensive side, a whole bunch. And so I ended up only letting her score like two or four points, I don't remember, which was crazy because she averaged like 20 or something a game. Yeah. And I scored 24 points a game. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> and to date, that was my best basketball game ever. Really? Yeah. No, I never topped that experience yeah. ever. And I just felt such a sense of pride in my performance. Yeah. And Everyone was, like, super stoked at how well I played, and, you know, that was, that was, like, the height of my basketball career, even though I played for, like, nine more years. You know, I never ended up reaching that pinnacle again, Yeah. you know, and it's kind of weird to be like, oh, I was, like, the best in third grade, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but it set the tone for, like, what I wanted out of basketball later in life, Yeah. and I was okay leaving it when I needed to. When did you leave basketball? Sophomore in high school. Really? Yeah. May I ask why? Mm. Wanted to get better grades. Busted my shoulder. Could make money refereeing instead. So you wanted to leave? Yeah. Mostly. Yeah. So it's not like you made your I knew, okay with it. But... I knew it wasn't going to be a career. I knew it wasn't even going to play college ball. Yeah. So, yes. I was okay. I always have that day when I shut her down. Yeah. And had my best offensive performance ever that's cool and, mm -hmm. I, and the things you're talking about that made you happy about that day are ageless mm -hmm. you know it's about pride what you put into it and how it made you feel i still have a picture of when i was like oh nine or whatever in the picture and i had this real moppy head of hair mm -hmm. <laughs> and i played basketball with my hair down until <laughs> i was in middle school so i was the curly-haired girl that you didn't want to play because mm. you knew you were going to lose. Mm. And it was, like, my trademark. Like, really? people knew me because of my hair. Oh, my God. And I would eventually, like, people started making fun of me because of my crazy hair. But <clears throat> I remember this one time. 
at band camp? Yes. And I was older. I was maybe 7th or 8th grade. Yeah. And my mom was always around when I played basketball. And so she had... When you warm up, you warm up on the opposite side of where your bench is, right? Yeah. So our bench is over here, and the team that we're playing is next to that bench. Yeah. So my mom hears this girl say something mean about my hair, right? <laughs> and I always played better angry. Always. And so she heard whatever it was. I don't even remember what it was anymore because it's not important. Right. But she came over to me on the court while I'm warming up, which... She's, Your mom? Yeah. She well, she was the assistant coach, so like she. <laughs> well, that's an important. <laughs> I'm like, wow. Your mom just like hanging out. It's like, hey, honey. Basically, yeah. yeah. Hey, honey. Uh, th- this bitch said something shitty about your hair, and right. I want you to fuck her up. So she and, knew what it would do. Uh-huh. To tell you. Okay. Yeah. No, totally hit the button, mm-hmm. and I fucking killed that bitch. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> I think that's funny that she knew that would happen. Oh, yeah, no. My coach, who she only assisted coached for him, um, called it the eye of the tiger. She, yeah. he, They would purposely make me angry before games so that I played better. Eye of the tiger. <laughs> yeah, no, I would just go in the zone. And I still kind of do that now, but like in, not in sports, but like in everyday life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get angry, but I'll just go into like this place where I work really hard. Yeah. <laughs> and as a side note to our fans who are listening right now, this is one of the hardest things to do is to get more sleep. Like, sure, we can all like throw more fruit and vegetables into our diet and all that stuff, but to relax and mellow out and get more rest, man, that is hard. Because we have massive FOMO about everything in life. Mm. Yeah, FOMO. There's always something more to do with the day. Fear of missing out. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, we all learned something. I'm here to teach the people. (laughs) Well, yeah, because I don't fucking know what that means. (laughs) Why can't we just call things what they are? Because we have to shorten everything because it's 2016 and it's the fashionable thing to do. I asked Tio. I suppose that's okay. <laughs> when you hear this and you know what FOMO means, comment on the post <laughs> that we posted this on. I'm gonna comment. I am Salmon Balls. Hear me now. I can't believe that I came this far just to hear this hodgepodge of bullshit that I had to listen to all of that BS, and it should happen no longer.